and welcome to Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. I am Amanda Lauren, and I am with my co-host, Allie Levine. Hey, hey, hey. And we are with two really amazing, dynamic podcasters who also happen to be relationship hashtag goals. Yes, I was going to say that, total goals. Sophie and Adi Jaffe. Hello, hello. Welcome. And Thanks for saying Adi's name right. Yeah, that's, oh. that's no, impressive. I, kind I, of like, impressive. I've listened to like a lot of the, well, not all the episodes, but I've listened to many of them. Don't sound like a stalker now. I know. No, I do sound like a stalker. So <laughs> episode 32. Right, exactly. Well, we really record Name them pronouncing. all for people to listen to. Yeah, we really like that. We really like that people to listen to. Not stalkerish not at all. Not stalkerish. It's not listening. like you came to our house and like discovered little hidden <laughs> gems of, uh, of recordings like. we haven't released yet. Wait, although they, did, although they, they say the power is out, but, but we're at the hotel. Maybe, they, maybe, we don't maybe they're on to you. We don't know where they live. Totally. It's a ruse. Right, exactly. So I should explain. It is a ruse. They don't want us to know where they we live. Exactly. But also, it's, um, LA's power grid doesn't seem to be working properly. Yeah, and true story. Been, by the way... A hundred over a hundred degrees, which is not that hot compared to like Arizona. I mean, or it was one twelve on it was Saturday. One fourteen on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and see me in the valley. It was one twenty. Yeah, but it's not. It was one twenty. Yeah. Yes, it was. My like Vegas what? Weather. That's like straight Vegas. That weather. is straight Vegas. Weather. Okay. And you know what? My brother was in Vegas for a basketball tournament, and oh. it was ninety eight degrees. I'm like, how is no it ninety eight there, and it is one hundred fourteen? <laughs> what is the problem? Here? But the That's point is, funny. it's not like the. This is not the zombie apocalypse. Like right. the, your power shouldn't be out for four days. No. Agreed. Nope. We days. agree. <laughs> LA, LADWP, if you are just happening to tune right? into this, if you're listening. Get our freaking power back. Maybe we should tag them on. when we tweet. <laughs> I would lose my mind complete. I like, and by we also have special guests. We have Amelia, obviously, <laughs> and the gorgeous one month old Noah, who was yeah, like, so I need, cute. I need air conditioning. Yes. <laughs> you cannot have a baby in that kind of. I oh can't God, even no. imagine as a mom. It's like ca- It's pretty scary. And I don't get scared, especially because she's my third. I don't really get scared about parenting things mm-hmm. as much anymore because I've been through it all. But seeing her that hot freaked me out because oh, she I'm just sure. slept all the time. And she's a newborn. She's four weeks old. And she just would sleep through her feedings. And I was like, girl, you need to get up. Yeah, <laughs> we totally. Need, we need to make this work. Yeah, like, totally. Let's get out of here. No, good for me. you guys going to a hotel. And it's a cute little hotel room. It's cute. Yeah. Making it work. They Make have loud dogs. So there you yeah. go. Perfection. You it's know. Eat. It's, yeah. They allow husbands. They, allow <laughs> they did allow husbands. We have to go through some uh, testing. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have to get live it. scanned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. You know, Perfect. Uh, I wouldn't pass a live scan. I've been, <laughs> I've been convicted. I'm, I'm a convicted ex. Uh, I was, I was going to say, so tell a little bit yeah, of your story. Perfect way to segue. So, it was really the perfect segue. Yeah, you really just in a, Your story is crazy. It is. It is it's crazy, crazy, but incredible. In a good way. Yeah, in a totally good way. It's like, crazy but beautiful and I think that's why we really love the Ignited Podcast and love you guys. So you're saying not everybody's third date is to a court probation hearing? <laughs> I mean... Um, <laughs> I thought we were totally normal, babe. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I'll, I'll tell the really, really short version. Um, a little longer one is in my new book that's coming out, The Abstinence Myth, which should, I don't know, maybe be out by the time this thing comes out. Um, There'll be a link in the show notes. Cool. Um, yeah, I... Uh, Moved from Israel when I was 14 in high school, and high school is a pretty weird, awkward time anyway, and I got in with the quote-unquote kind of bad crowd mm-hmm. to to belong. I mean, that's really the only thing I can say, and it's not that they were that bad. It's just that they drank and then smoked a lot of weed, and I, I got in there easily. I felt socially anxious anyway and awkward around girls and when I drank and smoked weed I felt less socially anxious and less awkward around girls and so I started smoking a lot of weed and drinking a lot and that just escalated Uh, by the time I got to college I was drinking and smoking weed every day then I also had a rebellious streak pretty much my whole life so I got arrested and uh, in order to pay for my arrest from the attorney I had to hire I sold drugs as I think most people um, decide to do once they get arrested. You were just being resourceful. <laughs> yes, I, I needed mean, money. I didn't want to tell my parents that I'd been arrested. So I yeah. sold weed, paid for my lawyer, really liked the money. And so I kept selling drugs. And I mean, it was all, only weed back then. And then I got, I had a really bad breakup and um, got into harder and harder drugs. And as that escalated, my drug dealing got stronger and, and more serious. And um, by the end, I was addicted to meth, 
was a daily meth user for about three to four years here locally in LA and sold a lot of drugs. And that ended as abruptly as most drug dealers' lives end, I believe. I mean, I think we've all seen it on TV with a SWAT team arrest <laughs> on a Saturday morning. Um, I was there for it. It was my bed that they were surrounding. And, um, and that started like a two-year crazy roller coaster of trying to get myself out of that life because I didn't really know how to live any other way. Got myself out, got sober, went to rehab, failed one rehab, went into another one, uh, then had to do some time in jail. I did a year in jail here, again, in L.A. County Jail. Um, it was not a fun experience. And when I got out, I really had to work hard to figure out what I want to do with my life next. Um, a lot of the people that I knew that were selling or using, that just, you know, some of them were in their mid-40s, early 40s, kind of still living that life since they were 18. I was committed not to, but I had no idea what that meant. I'd never really lived a normal life. So I went back to school, got my master's at Cal State Long Beach. I had somehow graduated UCLA undergrad, weirdly, in the middle of all that meth craziness. And um, You know you're smart when. No, I have a a meth head and still graduate top of your class from UCLA. I'm not kidding. My a friend of mine, like my one of my (laughs) best guy friends, did the same thing. Yeah, I have the craziest story. Actually, the same room that you and I met in, so uh, Psych Building uh, 1178, that big big lecture hall at UCLA. I was sitting there to take a final. It was the third day of finals, and I'd been up for three straight days. Oh my god. And I sat down, they just handed down the test, and I looked down at the test, and the lights dimmed, and everything turned pink. And I looked around, and nobody else reacted. (laughs) I'm like, oh, shit, I think I'm hallucinating. And I was about to start taking the final, and I, it looked like the room had gone dark. And I'm like, okay. So I went, 15 minutes later, went to the restroom. I brought a meth pipe with me as I... Did those times uh-huh. all the time and went to the bathroom to smoke more oh, so God. that I could make it Whoa. through that three hour test. Um, and I think that was only the first year of using, too. That wasn't even the worst that it got. It got really, really insane. Damn. Like very Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't watch Breaking Bad. Sophie and I watched Breaking Bad, what, six years, seven years into our. Yeah, we tried a couple times and he got really triggered. Um, when, oh, it I fir- bet. when it first came out, Breaking Bad was literally. My life. Wow. Literally, like, um, what's oh, I, I call him Jason because his name's not Jason. Jesse Pinkman. Jesse yes. was like the spitting image of a guy that used to sell meth for me. Mm. Wow. So That's so creepy. The, the stupid, retarded guy that he was at the beginning, that guy, <laughs> was like a copy of a guy who used to sell for me. And so I couldn't watch. It was like reliving my past. The first yeah, couple of seasons. Yeah, you said it. Like, the, the people when they would use drugs on the show, that wasn't even as triggering as the drug dealing. Like, the drug dealing was what really made you feel uncomfortable because, like, the, it's there's a part to it that is glamorous and amazing. And, like, you are the fucking man when you're a drug dealer. Like, think about that. Like, be you walk into oh, a party and everyone's like, she's oh, yeah. here, you know? Like, yeah. you're the life of the party. Oh. Everyone wants what you have in your pockets and everyone loves you, but not really. Yeah, I had four or 500 people who would call on a regular basis and surrounded by people all the time. And it was, um, it was a very different existence. I mean, when I went back to school, it was, I always, I think this is in the, in the, my story, not in this book, but that we've written before, which is, you know, after being a drug dealer and going to jail, sitting in a statistics class in college was just weird. And, um, but but then I met that one (laughs) literally my first quarter at UCLA and uh, by that point, I had my shit together already. Yeah. He was wearing a suit. Oh, very nice. Nice and dapper. I was dapper. Wearing, like, slacks very and, uh, dapper. And, and, and dress shirt. I very like dapper it. in his first year of his grad school program. It was a PhD program. Mm-hmm. And he's like texting with his mom and dad. On, I'm like, damn, boy, what's up? <laughs> yeah, that's not what it felt like to me. I, but, <laughs> but I knew there was this really cute girl that, was, uh, that I was interested in that was sitting next to me and we were talking. And then couple of months into it we started hanging out more yeah oh that's, so, that's cute. so it was like meant to be yeah because yeah. had you not been through all of that you wouldn't have started yeah. your phd when you started later it and you exactly not 
Like, well, all of it was meant to be. Like, would have told I was in a horrible, horrible, dysfunctional relationship, and I wouldn't have gotten out without him. I probably would be married with like five children to this abusive, horrible human being. Wow. No, I was in a bless abuse- his soul. I was <laughs> in like, a relationship I too. I yeah, get it. We've been it's there. the worst. It's horrible. And it's you just can't break free. No, because you you're it's in such a bad cycle. And then you do, and you go back in, yeah. and like, oh yeah, and you yeah. want to make sure it's extra terrible. So you go back for more. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, for anybody who's ever listened to anything that Sophie and I have put out, it's not like I made it the easiest thing on the face of the earth for Sophie either, so I just want to preface that because we'll probably talk about some of those things. Um, But at the same time, I think Sophie knows this in the 13 years that we've known each other. Like, the notion of violence in a relationship, fortunately, was completely foreign to me. Yeah, we just switched gears. We just switched to another type of... Yeah, there's no... Dysfunction. Yeah. (laughs) But the dysfunction still runs deep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We like to keep things interesting. (laughs) Yeah, never like to be bored. Yeah. You know what, though? I think it's a good thing because I think as someone who, like, for people who consume media like us and, you know, bloggers, writers, I am, like, just so sick of everyone being perfect. And I think that's why I really like your podcast because my husband and I have been going through some challenges. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay, if they can get through that. And I'm not even, like, kidding. I have listened to your podcast and, like, cried and been like, oh, my God. Okay. If they can get, like, this is the universe telling me that if they can get through that, we can get through Great. what we're going through. Because it's just, like, we we I had these, this yeah. woman reach out the other day. I was Ugh, literally bawling. This killed me. So she reached out. I never heard from her before. And she had done, like, a big, long stream of stories. stories. And I was trying to follow it. And then oh she's like, let me just make this clear in case you didn't get this from my stories. My husband and I were on the verge. We were... Finalizing we were their finalizing divorce. our divorce. Wow. Wow. And then I found your podcast. And he now found it. he found it. Oh and they're trying again. And like, done. Like, that is the reason that we're doing that. We've talked yeah. about this before. Like, we would love to be able to help reduce the divorce rate in this country. Like, oh. by sharing our truth, which is just amazing. Shit gets real. Well, and I think that's what sucks so much is so many people listen to the happily ever after stories. That we are fed since we're kids. Of yeah. course. And like, you know, I, we talked about it in the podcast we did before. Um, my parents never really talked about their problems. So you grow up thinking either your family explodes. Yeah, mine divorced, they, period. And it's terrible and the parents yep. talk shit about each other all the time. Or it's quote unquote perfect. And you grow up believing that that's what it's supposed to be like. And then you go into a relationship and it's obviously not that because that doesn't exist. Anywhere. I don't care what somebody's Instagram channel looks like. I don't care what their Facebook looks like. I don't care what their Christmas card they send to you is. Their life is not perfect. Absolutely. Never has been, never will be. That doesn't mean it's not beautiful and gorgeous and there's a lot of really amazing things that happen in it. But there are difficulties and there are ups and downs and there are nights when each one of those people is going, what the fuck is my life? And if nobody says that out loud then the rest of us are sitting there kind of going, what is wrong with me? Why am I living in this little hell while everybody else experiences perfection? Well, exactly, exactly. And it's really weird. Like, we always say there's this one blogger who we never we never mention her yeah. name, and I feel bad because we always <laughs> rag on her, and everyone always asks at the end who she is, who has, like, such a perfect life, and both of us were just so, we're like, I cannot. I can't follow you anymore. I can't Done. your Instagram yeah. account. Yeah. yeah. Because I go through it's, that. De- it's depressing. I go through it's, that it's probably like much. once a month. I just get rid of yeah. people like that. Yeah. That it's just like it's I exhausting. can't. It's exhausting. It is. And that's yeah. why like I was saying to Amanda, like where I've truly started to find my voice on social media in the mommy world is like I, you know, since my article came out from people in Self Magazine about my C-section and what I went through and how hard it was, and people said to me, wow, thank you so much for being so honest and so real. Now when I post, like, a picture, like, you know, today from podcasting, it's like, well, here's a great picture, and, you know, we had an amazing podcast, but by the way, my daughter decided to cry, you know, two hours of the way through, and I had to, you know, borrow Mm. a wrap from Sophie to, like, get her to calm down, and I had to change her, and I breastfeed her twice, and we pulled off the road. real life. It's real life, you know, and people reach out to me, and they're like, thank you so much, like, it's cute you post a sweet picture, but, like, thank you for giving the real story behind that, and the, like, real behind the scenes, because... People don't share that, and you're right. It's like you can get a Christmas picture and be like, oh, my God, that's so cute. But you don't know the shit that's going down behind it. Look, check this out. I mean, uh, People or Us Magazine, right? Mm -hmm. What is the most, like, everybody's favorite part of that magazine? 
celebrities are just yeah. like you. Yeah. Right? The part where they're Pumping shopping gas. at the market yeah. oh, or I going know. to Costco. Totally. Like, totally. Why do we want to see that? Because, look, sure, fantasies are nice. But we don't live in them. And it's really, really nice to think that somebody else lives in that world, but you don't feel connected to them. You might no. look up to them, but you don't feel connected Sorry. to them. And it's... It's really hard. Sometimes I'm just like, everyone is perfect, but but me. Oh my god! I'm like, what's why she gets sad? There's like coffee dripping. Oh oh my god! I that's okay. I do that all the time. I'm I'm constantly finding like food on on Amelia Ray, and I'm like, oops, sorry. Like in her crevices. Yeah, my husband's like, why does she feel sticky? I'm like, uh, I was maybe eating a donut. I was breastfeeding. Am I not supposed to do that? You are totally supposed to do it. Like, why she upset? Oh, there's but stuff exactly, dripping down. No, that's but the that's, point, though. That's the real life shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't talk about. Yeah. It's like a same thing. It's like no hate to any moms, but it's like when I see some of these moms on Instagram who post these it's amazing the same, it's the photos, moms. and it's I'm the like, same shit. oh my god. First off, how do you look like that? Yeah. How does your body look like that? How are you handling your baby Photoshop. like that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you just sit there and go, wow, okay, I'm doing something wrong. And it's like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not the real deal. Yeah. And so I agree with you completely. Like, everything is not an Instagram filter. Life should not be an Instagram. Filter. But your Instagram is amazing. It is amazing. Oh, I'm like, yes, totally. your Instagram and your, Instagram. your blog, oh, yes, are it's incredible. Go- Thank like, you. We listen to the podcast, so we know what goes on behind it. But yes. it is so it's beautiful. Gorgeous. Oh my yeah. god, you. You do a really good job is, with it. Thank you. Yeah. What is your butt up on it? <laughs> mm, yeah, you guys, it's awesome. Thank no, you. I'm not saying it. It's like yeah. it's so. No, man, it was so funny because mm. when she like she looked at it first and she showed it to me, she's like, "Look at that!" And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like we had like a moment. <laughs> and you're not fakey looking either because no. some people yeah. are very fakey looking yes. it's like real and it's like they're real and they're spectacular <laughs> like that episode of Seinfeld yes totally <laughs> totally I'm like yes. no one is gonna get my Seinfeld reference but I do it's okay no, you get it. I felt familiar I'm just still in pregnancy I'm like still yeah. in the pregnancy yeah wait, wait can you tell people what you do because I think yeah. like yeah. what you're doing your food line it's I mean like so mm-hmm. Instagram you, you are get you guys really some insta perfect I know I'm so I would love mm-hmm. to try it yeah 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 definitely if we were home I'd give you some but <laughs> we're in a hotel. Um, L-A-T-W-P. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Thanks Hashtag. <laughs> so I started a company called Philosophy, spelled with my name, so Philosophy, um, about eight years ago. And I was private chefing at the time. I was uh, making food for a lot of different celebrities. Also, for Air One, before they had a to-go line, I was making all the food for them. Wait, did they just, like, charge, like, eight... Like, you get a banana, $1,900. Because that's... They, what is with the pricing? They just make I don't go there. Any, I don't go there anymore because I've, like, actually been blacklisted by my husband. He's like, you're not allowed to go there. No, my um, husband won't I, be there. I, no, I have an ice cream story later we can tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not supportive. And they don't sell my stuff anymore, so we hate them. But... Ooh. Boo. Ooh, boo. Um, that's a long story too, but I pulled my stuff from them. In the beginning, I was making food for them before they had a to-go line. So I was making smoothies and truffles and puddings and salads and all sorts Yum. of to-go things. Yeah. In my commercial kitchen, I was also private chefing for George Clooney <clears throat> and Stacey Keebler and a couple others. And Ooh. then I got pregnant with Leo and my husband lovely ad was like you're batshit you can't do all you're about to have another baby like who do you think you are it was in my commercial kitchen no a psychopath (laughs) um but i loved what i was doing i was young i was 27 at that point uh and just loved all things superfoods helping people feel good i was you know i loved being around superfoods all the time and then i decided to start thanks to Adi. he's like you already have these superfoods in these jars you're already meeting people on back corners and back alleys like a drug dealer with mm-hmm. these green superfoods like just sell them like that make them products it's good for you focus You'll love it. well focus on products mm-hmm. you know instead of running around making people food it's just not it doesn't make as much sense so that's when the product line started and was you know and it has evolved since then um it started with three superfood uh Powders. powders, which are the Cacao Magic, Green Dream, and Berry Bliss. And they're all plant-based proteins that have a ton of superfoods in them. So they give you energy, but naturally. Um, and and plant-based proteins. So it's both in one. So, you know, when you go into, like, your cabinet and you're going to make a smoothie and you have, like, 17 different jars and you're mm-hmm. like, which one? 
do I use maca with this? Do I use a teaspoon or a tablespoon? Is it hemp protein? All those things. So it's already done for you. That makes life so much easier. I, I hate having a hundred things in my cabinet. One, I don't it stresses have room. you out. Two, things I found so they're many moldy. expired Exactly. Powders. They'll expire. Yes. Completely. Because they've been the back. You don't, we're not really sure how to use them. You no. forgot like what that and person said. And it's a waste said. of money. Totally. So this is one tablespoon. You just use one That's tablespoon. It? You add it to wow. your smoothie. It gives you 10 grams of protein and all those superfoods, tons of energy. And then, um, or you could add a little bit more if you want, you know, mm-hmm. even more. But the point is lots of abundant, beautiful, nourishing energy, soup, protein, plant-based protein, and there's no sugar or stevia in them. So that's, those are the kind of first babies of mine. Um, and then from there, we kind of evolved. We have cleanses now and we have all other different products that are infused with the powders. So honeys that are infused with the powders, coconut Ooh. butters infused with the powders. And we're now selling at, I think, 21 Anthropologies as of this month. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's they, amazing. So they have like this whole wellness section in the Anthropology now. And we're Wait, like... Fr- yeah, at the Grove? Did There's I miss one that? at the Grove. Okay. I still haven't even been there. Because we've just been in this craziness, but I need to go check it out. There's one in Beverly Hills and one at the Grove, but all over, like in Texas and New York, and that's amazing. Yeah, so like, if you live near an anthropology, philosophy might be there, and if not, you can get it on our website, thephilosophy.com. I love that. Yeah, and it's just like okay, the coconut butters just look like Instagram. I'm it getting does. them for you. Yeah, they're yeah, amazing. it really does. It's kind of like crack, but like frosting crack, but yeah, good for you. I love it. Ooh, that sounds no, amazing. No, I love, I love that. Yeah, you know what? Food doesn't always look pretty when this you is take true. pictures. Of it. This yeah. is true. Unless you're really, unless you're Chanel, which is. <laughs> oh, yeah, one of our girlfriends too. Yeah. Uh, Bagwell by Chanel. She's like a major like nutritionist and somehow always makes everything look pretty. And we're like, That's I know. Not even I'm a case. My avocado is nice. not that green. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Um, she was also on Bring Your Own Kombucha, which was how we met through Erica. Yes, exactly. How we met you guys. Yeah. Oh, Erica. Yeah, That's awesome. Erica. Yeah, awesome. I was on her podcast. I know. We know. Yeah. yeah. And she's pregnant. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. I know. She's been hitting me up a lot for advice. I've been trying yeah. to give her as much as possible. I she's love so her. She is the sweetest. Yeah. I know. She's going through a cold right now. And she was like, mm-hmm. telling me she hasn't been feeling well. So I was telling her, like, tried turmeric. Oh, I had rock, a cold too tried. during my pregnancy. It was so bad. Me and then I, I, too. kidding, kidding. Not a cold. It was the flu. Oh, me too. I had oh a my flu God. also. And then I had to go teach yoga at this, at the Good Fest. Do you know the Good Fest? No. Um, it started in Philly and then they brought it to LA and it was in February this past year. Oh, wow. And I had to teach yoga in front of. I think 400 people. Oh my God. I had no voice. No pressure. I was shaking. Yeah. That was intense. I was, I was laying on the couch in the fetal position before I had to go on and teach. Oh, They're like, no. do you want us to have someone else teach? I'm like, I'm already here. It's fine. Oh my God. I went on stage after that to do a panel, still shaking profusely, like lips blue oh on a gosh. panel. I thought, I kept thinking to myself, if I just get through this, if I just, and I kept like trying to hear my, like it was so bad. It was have you ever had those moments when you're so sick and you just have to... Yes. Like, I, I had to yes. talk myself into staying alive. I yeah. was like, I'm going to collapse you on this. You have to, to like get I'm in your head and tell yourself. on this yep. stage. And I was pregnant. Wow. So I know. scary. It's, it's very scary. scary. Yeah, I've been there with the flu. Amanda remembers when I went back east for Christmas with my husband and we stayed in this, long story short, this beautiful home, but it was like an old oh my God. cabin. The with vacation like four, The vacation from hell. Because she was like texting a, me every five minutes. Yeah, I was. It was like, like 40 people. <laughs> And, and like, basically my husband was, you know, we're all like in the mountains and we're hanging out in the whole nine yards. And I was like getting sick from being in the cold Mm. and the fact that I had traveled and like, I was trying to do too much. I was like, I had a New York baby shower the week before I didn't press for Bravo in New York the week before. Like it was like, Allie, what are you doing? And I got the flu and we're in this like, you know, house in the mountains and nobody can get like warm because the heat wasn't working. I have seen there, the heat wasn't working. So I was just getting like sicker and sicker and I could not not shake my flu and we Justin was like that's it we're leaving early and we flew home you know to LAX and then I got even sicker from being on the plane, on the plane. and I was yeah, like Amanda yeah. like I was like trying to walk myself through on the plane like you're not gonna die yeah. you just feel like you're like hyperventilating right now like chill out oh my god it was I was worst. up on stage and I was just thinking because I'm I do have a tendency to pass out uh-huh. normally oh <laughs> never mind be, and I just kept thinking I was like kind of floating and I just kept being like I know that feel feeling. your feet uh-huh Feel your butt on the seat. Mm-hmm. Feel your breath. You mm-hmm. don't need anything else. You've got your breath. Like right. just talking mm-hmm. myself. Don't pass out on stage right now. Yeah. 
totally. It was so scary. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah and then no. I just hopped in an Uber and like ran. Right. Exactly. And got right back in bed. Yeah. No, same. I got, we, we landed at LAX and I like looked at my husband and I was like, you're going to get everything right. He's like, yeah, just get in the truck. Yeah. Like you're, look like you're going to fall over. And like, as soon as we got home, I was in bed for like three days straight. Like, yeah. I texted Amanda and I was like, so just so you know, so you know, I'm alive. Like I'm getting in bed, but I will not be in touch uh-uh. time of the week. Like uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, when, when you're pregnant, you know, it's like, you can't take well, much. Immune you can't, sy- your immune system's even more compromised exactly. when you're pregnant because everything, everything goes, goes to, the to the baby. baby. Exactly. Yeah. I know. So I had the it's same thing. So I was telling Erica because she's been getting sicker and I'm like, girl, slow down because I'm telling you, I you didn't do it. pull it under I control. Yeah. Yeah. And I got so much sicker and then I was living on <laughs> turmeric and bone broth and anything I could do to try to get myself, you know, healthy well, again. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. When it's really crazy. all you need is rest. Right. And to chill the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, you know, many of us, like you said, don't know how to do. Yeah. <laughs> I love turmeric. I have stained yeah, more dish towels trying to make golden milk. Every just uh, gets it's so disturbing. It it's gets so and every everywhere. time I'm shocked and surprised, like, why is our pan still that color? Like, oh, you use turmeric. <laughs> No, my husband's marble. Our marble counters. Oh, Oh, great. We made a really pretty piece of toast. Oh, shit. But our marble is ruined for the rest of the time. Oh, wait. Is it actually your house on your website? Yeah. It is. It is. uh, We're renting. It's not our, we don't own it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, we we decided that we were going to rent it based on the kitchen. Like, literally, there's no backyard, and we were moving from the valley where we had a pool in a backyard, and I'm Uh sitting in my backyard half naked with the kids running around. (laughs) Adi sends me this thing. He's like, I found our home. He sends it to me. There's no backyard. I ignore the rest of the house. I'm just like, there's no backyard. I'm sitting in my backyard in a large chair, like, lounging topless. My kids are, like, frolicking in the (laughs) garden, hopping in and out of the pool. I'm like, you want me to leave this? this to go there and then I go and I visit and I see the kitchen I'm like done <laughs> it's like double the rent but you know what we do so many photo shoots there yeah. we've had like people rent it like Wonderlust has rented it several times That's for photo awesome. shoots like it's, it's a beautiful it's kitchen. definitely gotten its money, money hashtag back. kitchen goals <laughs> no no it's great it's beautiful it has more light than Almost any other kitchen. Such I've ever such seen. great light. If you need me, if you need a great kitchen, <laughs> yeah. we got you. No, it looks yeah. gorgeous. I'm like that's like, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, then I'm like those have to be your kids because I feel like you're not the kind of person that would like rent, rent kids. 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 Yeah. Well, we, we rented rent those to other blonde. people. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We totally rent them to other people. Yeah. It's called acting. Acting and modeling. Love it. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. They pay us money, uh-huh. and uh, we let them borrow the kids for four to six hours. And we see, <laughs> and they pay for our college for I their know, college. Hell yeah. So give and take. Yeah. Take that's right, whatever works. LA living. <laughs> Wait, are your kids really in the industry? Yeah, yeah they are. They have oh, been since they were babies. Wow. Yeah, our kids have saved enough money for I think like half a year of yeah. tuition, but they're like five. See, and seven. I gotta think about that for Amelia. I know. I, Here's the thing if we didn't live in LA, I wouldn't even be on the radar, but right. because we do. Why not? Why not? No, I'm with I you. I don't blame Why you. not? I've been debating this with her, and now yeah. you're giving me, like, I feel like this is like a sign. I'm getting yeah. College is expensive. Yeah, it's college hard work. is crazy. It's, just, yeah. Just it's, so we're clear, it's yeah, hard work. It's not exactly yeah. the easiest, but it's like if you're willing to put the work in, it's worth it. It's Absolutely. just, you know, like, I just don't even know how anyone pays for college. Like, I just don't under, it, like, we're trying to save it for a house right now where we have $1, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, we're you on saved our way. that dollar? Yeah, I saved it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> the account. We're witnessing this moment. This but, like, <laughs> it's in checking or savings. <laughs> it's in the savings. It's in the home. home <laughs> it's account. in the home yeah, account. $1. Perfect. Um, <laughs> But I just don't understand it. I don't understand how Trust people me. have homes yeah. in LA and they have their kids going to private schools and they have money saved for college. I don't understand it. I know we get it. And they're all me, drug dealers. That's yeah. yeah. Well, listen, that's why we're in see me now. I mean, yeah. because everyone's like, you went to see me, but I'm like, listen, it's cheaper. Yeah. And Ventura, you know, just everything like we, we moved to Ventura and I, I was fighting because I was in the valley and I had a yeah. huge pool and yeah. a nice backyard and the whole thing. And I was like, I don't want to give this up. But I'll tell you what, we have a bigger space now. Yeah, we don't have the pool. We have a new yard to start over, blah, blah, blah. But everything is everything's less. Like, yeah. school's less. Yeah. Health insurance, everything. Like, I couldn't believe it. We got to see me, and I got all these health letters in the mail. Yes. What? We got all these letters in the mail, like Blue Shield. We've adjusted you by, you know, $100 because you're in Ventura. With this, you know, uh, car insurance adjusted. I'm like, yeah. holy shit. That's crazy. <laughs> like, ding, ding, you know, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. We have a winner, you know. Was oh, like, you're like, yes. oh, look, we just saved money this month. That's right. By not doing anything. By not doing anything, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're like, hey, you know what? At some point when we can afford it, we'll, you know, move elsewhere. But everything. For now, Nothing is 
Everything is temporary. Nothing is permanent. That sounds really smart. We did the exact opposite. (laughs) So you moved north to see me. We moved right back into the city. Everything doubled. Yes, but But. we have an amazing school for our kids, which is free. Yeah, that's free. Oh, wow. Let me just say that again. It's free. And it's an amazing, amazing school. And it's usually it's a Waldorf school school, and usually Waldorf schools are private. Uh So really we're saving. Wow. And Sophie am I always, ask how Sophie this is has free? this way of, of turning everything in life. I got to tell you, like, <laughs> we would it. be spending $50,000 a year on their school. And now we're, Sophie, so we're, when we would date, when we would date, Sophie, <laughs> we'd go, this is, I think this is a perfect example of why our marriage works. You just have to adjust <laughs> to the other person. Um, when we would first meet, Sophie would go away. Let's say she would go away for a week. And, um, and she'd go, Oh, it's not a week. It's four days. And I go, how's it four days? She goes, well, I'm leaving on Saturday, so that day doesn't count. And then <laughs> I'm landing on Sunday, so actually half a Sunday doesn't count either. <laughs> and I'm leaving to come back Friday night, so Friday <laughs> doesn't count, and I get back Saturday. That's four days. It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. I go, how did you just turn seven days into four? She goes, I just told you. Yeah. When I would go away, I'd, bl- I'd leave for a week. She'd be like, you're leaving us for 10 days. Yeah. What is wrong with you? And I'd be I'm like, how is it 10 days? I'm literally like the dates of the flights are seven days apart. She goes, yes, but the day before. Doesn't count. The prep. <laughs> yeah. And so you're starting to drive to the airport. Like, then we have all- to adjust having you back. So <laughs> randomly, randomly, every single time that something happens, she just figures out a way to look at it in the that's best amazing. possible way. Good for her. Um, so yes, we now pay double in rent, but somehow we're saving money, which is amazing. See? That's Wait, amazing. can I tell you a secret? Yeah. If you can cause you use your house for your blog. Tax deducted. We do. I keep trying. Do you oh. just keep saying like it's? We we, it's we did that, an ongoing. We did that some. Thing. Uh, thank you for the IRS uh, for listening. To this. <laughs> no, but it's it's legit. I did. Exclusive I actually use. did that. As long as you, so, yes. so now our entire basement Correct. actually is right. work. Because I have my office and we right. have storage for yeah, philosophy. Same. So now I can do my office in my home because I use my office, but not the But like whole we can't home. count the kitchen. Right. Because exactly. she, she tapes in the kitchen, which is for sure she uses it for work, but we mm-hmm. also cook there. Right. So you can't use it. Yeah, I know how that goes. Exclusive yeah. use. Exclusive use. Sophie's rolling her eyes. <laughs> no, my I've been to jail, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going back. <laughs> not going and back. I'm for sure not going back <laughs> like twenty five hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. a year. Yeah, he's like that fucking guy. Yeah, he's not he's not leaving you for that. Like the iron bars. Like I told you we shouldn't have done that. I told you. It was like her. So it's not even behind bars. It's like on a, on a phone across oh, the plexiglass. Oh, right, exactly. There told you go. Told you we shouldn't have done the deduction. Right, exactly. Yes. All of a sudden, everyone's no, going back no. to our episode and, and we're in trouble. You know what? No, but you know what, though? Because I, I wrote, it is my fault, but I Instagrammed my office before we wrote it off. Nice. So if something were to ever happen, I could be like, look at this dated Instagram. You see what this is used for. It's used exclusively as, because we have a second If it's on Instagram, that means it's real. Right? Of course. Duh. IRS knows that. (laughs) See the beginning of this podcast episode. Right? Exactly. (laughs) All comes back around. That's how I... Like justified the apartment to my husband. Actually, yeah, nice. same. same thing. Yeah, like you turn seven days into four. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is an office. Yeah, that's why we're paying more. No, money. our kitchen, literally, and our bathroom. I was like, do you know how many photos I'm going to take in here? And you see it everywhere. It's even on all these other. Places. Well, I mean, we have turned it like instead of renting. So my business, which I used to be my office, closed and. I turn the downstairs yep. into my office. We built a wall, so that you know yeah. that saves me money every month for sure. I mean, look, you got to do the best. Hopefully, you can our do landlord it. isn't listening either. <laughs> oh, she, she knows she was mad. She, she was saw the. She's like, Is that a wall? She like did you spill the wall in the garage? <laughs> I did. <laughs> You're like it, what? We'll take it with us when we go. It'll be gone when we move out. Take it with us. We take walls with us. That's awesome. I love yeah. it. You got to make it work. You just got to make it work. You do just got to make it work. Exactly. And that's what I was. And I'm like, hey, you know what? We're just making it work and see me for now. And for now, and we'll figure it out. And if for now turns up being forever because you're really happy, great. Right. And if for now ends up being like, let's move on. Let's do something that's up for an adventure. Yeah. Exactly. And I love that you say that because, like, you know, my husband Justin, I love him to death, but he's Mr. Analytical. And Mr. Realistic. Sounds like a great guy you got there. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, the dreamer and the creator and the head in the clouds. And, you know, and he's always like, Allie, we have to look at this. But Allie, we have to look at that. And I'm like, just, just breathe. But we moved, you know, two years ago. And we moved before that two, three years ago. And I'm like, I get it. I know. And we moved from New York eight years ago. And we said we weren't only going to move once. And I'm like... You know what? Shit happens and Stuff life changes. changes. You got to go with it. Roll with it yeah. You know, and that, that's you can I am resist too. and you can right. like present the facts. Exactly. But it's not going to change that now we're moving again. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. I told him, I'm like, 
we're, we're it's just for the better again yeah. yeah you know and and he's and he's still coming around the whole like okay we'll see how it goes and see me and then maybe we'll you know go elsewhere totally. you know and it's like you said you just make it work yeah yeah you just, you gotta do, you gotta, look, like, there's a reason why my husband and I, there are a few reasons why we don't live in New York anymore, and I'm like, you can't, like, with what our rent would be $10,000 a oh, yeah. month in yeah. New York, totally. which is oh, insane. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and it's ridiculous. It's just so LA is actually doable. cheap. I know, that's, right? So that's it's exactly actually cheap. We're all saving right. money we're right saving, now. You are literally, right now living and in New now York with using it as an office, it's literally like people are paying you to live. If your husband is, if your husband is listening right now, I mean, it's like a second salary just because you move. Exactly. And I think I we, rest we, my case. we solved it all. There you go. You no, know what no. we should do, babe? We should move to Bel Air and rent like a $20,000 oh, yeah. a month house. We can just we'll travel out 10 days out of the month, <laughs> rent it out to sets. You're joking, but actually, Location like, we'll do that. you're joking, they but do. our dream, and I, I, th- I still think we Legit. can make this work, is because most of our work now, almost all of it for me, digital. and for actually for you too, is digital and remote. Right. One of my dreams is to go on like a year or two where we travel around the world and do our work totally remote. That's amazing. Um, We're going to do it. And people would love to see that journey too. Mark like our words. House hunters. Like the tiny house yeah. hunters, and yeah, then you'll yeah, yeah. buy... Or like the there's a boat one too that used to be on where people would buy on like the not HGTV but like FYI or one of the like I call it like ghetto HGTV channels <laughs> and there was like a like boat life or whatever it was and people would I like buy boats to boat like life but not like I'm on a boat not, like not that boat no not like, like a, a little tiny like house boat no, no, a houseboat yeah. not like yeah, houseboat. it's not like little John's right I'm on a boat <laughs> but not like quite a yacht yeah <laughs> not, not quite. quite a yacht you mean like a rowboat it was like a rowboat it's, it's, it's with a roof <laughs> yachtish yachtish I say I'm Jewish because I'm half Catholic half Jewish yachtish a kind of yacht yeah it's a kind of yacht like a my kid a had a kind of boat that yeah. they use on the in the pool. Yeah, it's like yeah that. exactly. But it's just a little one that fits boat. people. <laughs> yeah. A little paddle boat that like, old people Same. use. Totally. Yeah. No, we totally. Same as the yacht. Sophie yeah. and I love traveling. We love being in different cultures. I mean, it's kind of funny. I always say we didn't save any time. You were saying you're waiting to have kids. We found out we were pregnant on our honeymoon. No. Oh wow. my god! And now there was some time. Our honeymoon happened four months after we got married. Yeah, we waited. So we had a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But literally on our honeymoon, at the end of our honeymoon, we found out we were married. So honeymoon's <laughs> over. Yeah, we had, a, well, we had a lot of dating. I caught that. <laughs> we had a lot of dating time. But I'd, I'd love to travel for yeah. just a while. I don't like, I'm not one of those people who like showing up in a city, doing all the sites for two days and then leaving. I like staying there and, yeah. and experiencing the culture. And now our kids are old enough. Not this one. Don't listen, Noah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kai and Leo are five and seven. They're almost six and eight. And they really get it. And they really love to like learn about different cultures. And we have this thing they listen to called Around the World Stories. And they love learning about different yeah. parts of the world. And I feel like now they could really appreciate it. And it's kind of like unschooling, which is a thing. And they could just learn from... The culture, the land, the experience of traveling. Honestly, given where we are in this country, especially right now. Yeah. <laughs> but in the world, you're seeing it all over the xenophobia, this notion of we oh, do things best. Traveling by itself, just exposing yourself to other cultures and realizing the way we live is not the only appropriate way to live. I think that has value by itself just to raise a child who understands that their way of seeing the world is not the only way. So, I like that. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. and so if we go to Thailand or go to Europe. Wait, or, what about Israel? Would you move back there? I've never been. I'm sort of fascinated by yeah, it. Yeah, I've right never now. been either. I and I wish I went now. on birthright. I know. Like, that was so stupid. That was really just stupid lie about your age. You go with like your baby. You're like, I'm still 22. <laughs> Look at the date of Jew. Just fi- try to find one. Just yeah. see what's up. Yeah. I come with a baby. Husband, I may want to marry. Yeah. <laughs> you take your ring off. You want to remarry. Right. Yeah. Like, we go to Israel every year. So actually going in a week. Wow. Um, and with a baby. With a baby. We were at the passport office this morning. It was fucking oh, hell. Oh, I'm sure that was fucking fun. It's like <laughs> the DMV on crack because oh, they God. like don't allow you to even eat snacks. Oh no what? snacks. They're like, put the nori away. Like my son's like eating yeah. Eating seaweed. What? Eating seaweed. They're like, no snacks. I'm like, oh, oh my god. No yeah. snacks. Babies are crying. That's like everyone's thing. like yeah, two hours wow. later. Wait, I just can't get over the no snacks. Yeah, me like what? No self, you can't make a phone call. You can't make a 
We were there, we were there for three hours. Text? It sounds like you can text. prison. Okay. It was like, it was I snuck to the bathroom to make a phone call. I would have done the same. Are you kidding? We had to, we had to sneak in a phone for her. Okay, here's a phone. There were like people throwing up in the bathroom, literally. Oh my God. It was so bad. So, yeah, we're going to Israel. We go every year. Our nearly eight-year-old, I think this will be his seventh or eighth trip to, to Tel Aviv. Um, it's moving. magical. I highly recommend you guys go visit. It's really, really cool. Yeah, Even if you don't go I on really an organized trip, we can totally, like I have some re- reviews and like places to go on my website, but we can give you like a play-by-play of where to go. It's like the best parts of New York and L.A., that's and Miami. Say. I've People heard say that. It's a lot like Miami. Yeah, it's like but LA, New York. It's <laughs> no douchiness, no, you know, I'll be, pretentiousness. We'll be fair. It's, it's a different... I mean, look, there's like... The I mean, Medi- there are Israelis. There's Mediterranean <laughs> version of douchiness. Um, there's pushiness. But, but it's very, very... <laughs> it's very, very different. It's... Look, it's... I think Mediterranean culture is different than anything you're used to here. So whether it's Greece or Italy or, or Spain, when you go to the beach portions of each one of those countries there's this really similar kind of vibe Feel. to it and mm-hmm. it's uber relaxed um very low-key and you can't for me it still feels like home but the kids love it and we love visiting my family there it's really that's cool. so that's it's really so- magical and uh, kai and leo only speak hebrew to a d and a d only speaks hebrew to them so it's really nice to witness because so, when we go wait are you see and are you fluent no no, it's their own little secret Wait, language. Wow. So they talk behind your back. They do. She I can't, I understand enough to now. know when they're talking shit, but <laughs> we don't talk shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they would, they would they never. Talk shit. Yeah, no, but it's really nice. They have their own little magical secret language, and that's so yeah. Since cute. they were little, he just he's like, you have to answer me in Hebrew. He says it in wow. Hebrew. Like you must answer me. He's like, any rate. and they get frustrated and like, but he still like makes it happen. Wow, that's. For anyone listening that speaks another language, make sure you teach your kids. It gets the most, like if there's one thing that I've like really respected in this relationship, it's that he's done that because he met a kid on the way to Israel. He met, he was, he's like 17 years old. Yeah, he was like a 17 or 18 year old. And he knew how to understand Hebrew, but he couldn't speak because his, his dad never made him respond mm-hmm. in Hebrew. So they would the, the parents would speak to him in Hebrew. He understood, but then he would respond in English. Ooh. So with any language, just reinforce that. Like through those first few years where it's difficult and the kid gets frustrated, just keep exposing them to the language and expect them, like you have to respond in this language because then they're going to honor it forever. Like right. imagine like all of us that like yeah. stopped playing piano because we got frustrated or yep. stopped whatever, like... <laughs> I stopped speaking Spanish because I just was like, I don't care anymore. Like all of those things we give up, like you can give them that gift for the rest of their lives. It's so true. And I, I have a cleaning lady who's incredible and she, she asked me cause she speaks Spanish and yeah. she, she's like, can I speak Spanish to her? And I'm oh, like, yeah. are you kidding? Absolutely. Please like, do. Please do. Please like, do. Anytime. Exactly. You know, she's like, okay. I just want to make sure it's yeah. all right. And it's so funny cause she keeps saying, I forget how you say it. Chiquita is smile. Uh-huh. And she keeps saying it to her, uh-huh. and she's starting to smile now. And I'm like, see? She she's learning. She absolutely. understands. I'm like, absolutely. Keep going. Like, no yep. problem. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. the multicultural thing is big, I think. it's We get so wrapped up in our way of seeing things. You know, this is how my family does it, or this is how they do it right. in my town. Totally. And if you just believe that long enough, you get closed off to so many other things in the world. You're right, you do. And that doesn't just go for languages, that just for anything in life. It's oh. like you just look at that one thing and you're like, well, that's how it's supposed to be. And it's like, even with parenting, like my husband and I have had this conversation like, you know, we love both our parents to death, but they're driving us nuts right now because... Mm. That's we, everyone's parents. Yes, but, totally. but they have a certain level that they think of certain things like what we should do with vaccinations, what oh, we should yeah. do, you know, with schooling, what we should do with this, we should do with that. And it's like, First off, we're first-time parents. Like, we're learning just like you guys have learned with us. We will figure it out. We appreciate the support, but we need to figure it out ourselves. And we also are not going to do things your way or his parents' way. We're going to do things our way because that's gonna that's what we're figuring out between each other. Sure. And sometimes, like, my parents love them to death, but they have a hard time accepting that because yeah. they that's just so want weird. to be, you know, they want to be so helpful and they want to be, like, so involved. And they don't, you know, they don't, they don't get it, you know. Well, and, and they have like, their, they have their experiences. Yes, exactly. That have taught them their lessons. Yes, correct. And they want to, 
impart that on you. Of course. And they want to help you and protect you. But it's like anything else, like you said, you kind of just have to learn and fall and do what you need to do and find your own, you know, actual balance. And Justin and I are still figuring that out. And it's like, they're like, well, what do you mean? You know, you're not, you're tomorrow I have a shoot and I'm taking her with me. And they're like, well, you're not going to get someone to watch her. And I'm like, no, I'm going to take her. She needs to learn and she's going to be in the industry and she just needs to be, you know, I'll figure it out, you know? And they're like, okay, well, good luck. And I'm like, I'll be all right. Like, yeah, I'm sure I'll like, have moments, but like, just like today with the podcast, you know, but you figure it out and you just do it, you know? Totally. So it's Absolutely. just, you know, but it's true. I have to say it's, it could be really hard. Like, you know, you had moments of that today, but with my kids now, they know how to behave. They come with I me it. in whatever situation it is from me teaching a yoga class to hosting, you know, a cooking class to whatever it is. And they know how to behave. They're not perfect kids by any means, but they do know how now because they've just, it's just been ingrained in them. They've come along for everything since they were little. And it's Good hard on, you. it's hard on mama. Of course. Cause you're balancing a lot. I'm like yeah. taking car seats and Ubers yeah, and you know, totally. like you just figure it out. Right. Um, and you're like that mom, but mm-hmm. at the same time now it's such a gift because yeah. now they can, they can integrate and be in any Thank situation. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Cause I, you know, it's, it's hard and I love and you my have mom. to hold your own and just yes. be like, this is what I'm doing. Totally. Yeah. And I love my mom to death. Of and course. I was talking to Amanda about this, but it's like my mom was a homemaker and her life mm-hmm. was the three of us. That's and her reality. That's her reality. This is your reality. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's times been a change. hard time. With yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. Times have changed. I mean, look. And we live in LA. Yeah. It's but also, I mean, very different here. Yeah. You know, I mean, you look a generation back, let alone two generations back, and women's experiences were just so massively. And, and so, therefore, were men's, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, we talked earlier, you know, my dad was never home. We kind of joke about your dad and whether he's ever changed a diaper. I don't know that my dad ever did. Uh-huh. And so the whole experience is different, right? Mm-hmm. Sophie now expects me to be home, I don't know, like 50 times more than my dad was home. And it just becomes sure. the standard, yeah. which means that she gets to do things that women that didn't get to do before, but that presents its own challenges. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to run a business, I want to do these things and not only be at home, what does that mean when you have a kid? And so Absolutely. with the first, you know, with Kai, that wasn't a problem at all because we didn't have, you didn't really have a business. Um, it was like fledgling and starting right. and it was really, really easy mm-hmm. to kind of handle. Second was rough. You were working essentially full time yeah. and you didn't know how to get help yet. Yeah. So we had Erica and she gave you a little bit of help every once and in a while. Sarah. Yeah. And now I think you figured it out more. We have a flow. Yeah. But, figured it out. But you've also taken off a lot of things off your plate mm-hmm. so that you can spend more time with her. Well, and I now work 100% from home. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. That's I'm, try- I'm trying to get to there. That's the uh-huh. difference. Yeah. See, yeah. I think it's so good. It's so funny because like I'm learning. So I really feel like I'm in this stage where I'm going to be an amazing mom because yeah. I'm learning so much. You from are. Us, and I'm like, I feel like I'm picking up you're so absorbing it. She is. Yeah. And, I and just she's around think, all that because all her friends are in it. Like, yeah. all of my friends just had babies. And yeah. you know what, and, But you're taking it in, which is so beautiful. A lot of, I think, like, some of my friends are around it, but they're not really, like, connected. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, you're in it. I'm, I'm totally I can tell. I can tell. And I, my no, it's great. Yeah. No, and it's I, great. But it's this is, you know, like, especially, like, as a podcast, it's like you say things and you're, you're afraid it might come back. You know, it might come back to you totally. where we have our own opinions. Sure. And... I've just like realized and I think and I think like you agree to like everyone the right thing to do is what is good for you exactly. and what feels exactly. right not right with somebody else. And it's okay. really hard in parenting because there's so much judgment. Mm-hmm. So like every time that I put something out there and I'm like shit what are they going to say about that? Yeah. I'm so grateful that I do it because then I help the moms that you know whatever it is it ends up being better that I did it that I didn't. Same. But it's terrifying. Because there's nothing that hurts you more as a mother than someone reprimanding you, judging you. Yes. You don't ever want to feel like a bad mom. No. None of us do, ever. But it's a thing that hurts more than anything. And you're so right about that. It's like being vulnerable. I can Uh be vulnerable about everything, but Mm -hmm. when it comes to parenting, I've only in the last, like I said, only in the last, like with this baby, in the last like six months through the pregnancy, because I couldn't hide it anymore. I was so miserable during this pregnancy. Mm -hmm. I had no choice but to be honest. Right. 
you and, had to expose and you had to yeah, yeah. and it's but that's scary. People responded, sure, right, exactly, yeah. yeah. And same with me. And it's all like these mamas the started my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I was just like, and for me, it started with just fashion, like being a fashion expert and somebody stylist. I was struggling so hard with finding things to wear, and, and then you cute. had the best maternity outfits. <laughs> Thank you. But I, I, stealing but I was all like, of that. <laughs> I keep telling her, I'm like, when you're when you're knocked up, yeah. I got you. But it's like you know, I I was so upset, I was so depressed by it, and I couldn't like, and I had a huge belly for being as little as I was, and I, you know, and I didn't know what to do, and I started finding ways to dress myself and style myself. And that was something I never had to deal with. It was never my reality before. And I started inspiring other moms to like, try this dress. By the way, what a cool niche. I know, Think right? Think about what a cool niche to be well, to kind of know how to do sucks. that. Yeah. Maternity sucks. sucks. Like the, the wear. It's yes. And I made it my, sucks. it does. No, hundred percent. I was one, just getting one day bigger I'll sizes. have my own line, yeah. you know, like I know that in my head one day because that's now like my next goal is like figure out how to turn like my fashion expertise and what I know and what I've experienced with myself into something beautiful that myself and other women can wear and enjoy and yeah. feel beautiful because you know, being pregnant is beautiful, but why is it that we're wearing these like smocks that like I can't you know, even? I mean, like seriously, <laughs> That's so you know, bad. Like, what is this? You know, and you don't like I, the ruffling on the side I to expand know. the ruching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ruching, yeah. quote unquote. You know, no. I said to Amanda, I'm like, I did so much digging in my pregnancy to find these brands all over random places in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and Minnesota, and just these companies that didn't Wait, people didn't even know you- existed. What? Wait, was one of them like Hot Mama? Because that's what all the women wear in Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> hot Mama was one. Sexy Mama Maternity was another. I love her, and she's a mom. She has incredible dresses. Um, another was Kimmy and Kai, who are in Pennsylvania. Nobody knew about them. Bay the Label in Australia. Like, I just started finding all these incredible companies. So many of them were made by moms. She's of, the best of pictures from like <laughs> being pregnant. Like, scroll back stun- down my Instagram. Like, stunningly gorgeous. <laughs> and and it's true though. You know what? You have to just like do I actually have to say that like you know I don't think I've ever told you this so what? like it's the first time I'm saying this here you know with you talking about your c-section and your challenges I think that's why I was able to talk about like my injury because um. I had this back pain for a really long time and I was really like quiet Shamed. about it yeah it's a I felt thing. like because it's like well how do you have back pain and then you go work out because really it only bothers me at night so when my back isn't hurting me that's when I work out and, and she and- loves to work out mm-hmm. and she pushes herself as much she does so many amazing classes so she felt like this like fraud like I, I oh felt my like God, such my back. a fraud and I was like no Amanda you have a real back issue yeah. like and then tell people and then that. when I ended up in the hospital I'm like I IG storied it a little bit and I told a few people and then I wrote an article about it for a sweat life because I'm like you know what? I just like I have to talk about this. It's okay to talk about these yes. things, and I shouldn't have to be. And it doesn't have to anymore. look like anything else. Exactly. That anyone else's back pain looks exactly. like. It doesn't have to. Your C-section recovery doesn't right. have to look like someone else's. It's like what you said like, earlier. It's, it, it, your reality is your, it's reality, your reality, not someone else's. Yeah, I love totally. that. I'm taking that from you. I will credit you, but I like that. We <laughs> have to go in a few minutes. Yeah. But I just want to talk a little bit more about what you talk because you guys have the. I know you guys do have oh, the best story. I'm sorry. It's so juicy. Like, I love the going deep episodes because <laughs> I'm like, this so is good. the craziest. I actually my car sent them to, now, uh, to my husband because, like, he won't listen to the other episodes because he's my husband. But I'm like, no, this is an amazing story and you have to listen to this and you're going to get a lot out of it. Did he? So, he hasn't yet. Okay. I, I like it's gonna send them to him again. I'm like, did you listen to that? Did you listen to that? Because I, I will be in the negative. He he's the kind of guy that it takes time. Yeah, yeah. I, you have no idea. But he's, but. But, but he's a good man, and they are going through some shit. But my husband and I have been through some shit, and so I keep trying to tell her like people again, get out the other side. And yes, it, it happens exactly. And, and like you said earlier, like people they just see a Christmas card or they see this Instagram photo of you two as a couple, and it's like, oh my god, you're amazing. But you have no idea all the shit. That yeah. went behind and their it to story get to that amazing place, and you know, and I juicy, keep, exactly. And I keep telling Amanda, I'm like, you're, you and your husband will work things out, and Heck he yeah. will listen when he's ready to listen. It's his own timing, and exactly. if you rush it, yes. Like, yeah, I mean, we go. I mean, look, when it says going deep, oh my god, we try to you really guys, go yeah. deep, you and do. we, you I, honor I that. Probably once or twice every couple of months, we go to places that make us uncomfortable because. That's why we're doing it. Is mm-hmm. if it's making us uncomfortable, what is, what's the shame around? Why are we feeling like we can't reveal this part of our life? And that'll keep happening. My sense is that'll keep happening for us. And so whether it's the cheating that we've talked about, uh, that we've or or the trauma and overcoming that, and how we've done that work. Um, we talk about parenting this week. We have one coming out on parenting. We're going deep, 
And, you know, like I said, parenting is vulnerable. It's mm-hmm. like as vulnerable as it gets because it's can be people can criticize it. And yeah. then it that's what stings. Sure. So we talk about like letting our kids be who they are, letting our little one wear dresses. What does that mean? Like mm-hmm. all of that stuff, like the insecurities surrounding that when like the first time Leo wanted an Elsa dress and he, you know, literally went into a room and closed the door and put his dress and heels on, like how that made a D feel like about his Manliness, or you know, whatever, all of let that stuff. Let it go, just let it go. <laughs> let it go. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I had to. Amanda's good like that. She's good like that. I'm, I'm the queen of bad jokes. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> no, but it's true. Like we, why we wanted to have you guys on is like you know, like Amanda said, you guys really do go deep, and you guys are vulnerable, but you're very real. About and you're, your you're like you're relatable. Yes. Like mm. you, do you teach at UCLA? I'm not exactly sure. You I did? have. Yeah. I've taught for the okay. last. Nine years there. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just ended that appointment, and so I'm kind of opening up to what's what's yeah. available to me next. But yeah, I've wow. been teaching for the last ten years, either at Cal State Long Beach or UCLA. See, that's the thing. It's like I think he's like, a great speaker too. He's have you seen his TED talks? No, now no, I have to. Now, now I should put that in the show Another notes. Yeah, I will. Put in the show notes. He has two TED talks. He has the first one wow. was about shame. Wow, and it was really beautiful. And the second, and the second one is about, about challenge. Vulnerability and challenge. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll definitely tell that. We'll put them in the show. It's, yeah. No, it's true, though. It's like you, you're you both super accomplished and you're real. It's like you mm. have the perfect Instagram, mm. but maybe not the perfect life. All the, and no one has the perfect yeah. life, obviously. Sure. And that to be But we're not so, afraid to show that. that yeah. that's it's the so that's relatable. Yeah. Like that's, that's what it is. Mm. It's like you could be anyone in any town listening to this. Right. As opposed to, like, these perfect people or, like, I mean, I hate to say it. I was listening to a podcast on organization, and I don't remember the person's name, but she was like, oh, in your basement, in your shed. I'm like, I live in an apartment, bitch. <laughs> like, are you serious? Like, I can't listen to this. Like, you're in not. In your guest house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right, right. In the, gu- in the guest In the second guest house. Right. About, yeah. yeah. Above the, the pool. The, yeah, the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, by the pool. The pool exactly. house. But we always talk about that. It's like, you know, it's so hard to find you know, people who are relatable and that's why we fell in love with Ignited and, you know, you two, it's like, you guys are just so honest and vulnerable about everything you've mm-hmm. been through and what Thank you've you. learned through it and the positives and the negatives and what you're still fighting to, you know, get through. And Absolutely. it's like, it shows that it, it, it's a stage of growth and mm-hmm. it takes time and, you know, and it's like, you guys have a beautiful, you know, beautiful relationship, but it's like, what did all that go through to get to where you are? But exactly. it means more. I think exactly. when you have challenges, I think it like things well, it tests take you on. For sure more meaning and things become our relationship is better like Mm -hmm. i'm grateful for all the things that we went through Mm -hmm. all the shitty moments all the like psycho nights of me being up like searching his phone and searching his computer and you know yelling and fighting and separating and all of it like i'm grateful for all of it because we are so close now Mm -hmm. and we wouldn't i don't think that we have the capacity us to specifically speaking on a personal level i don't think we would have this closeness if it weren't for those traumas Mm -hmm. because it took us there and we needed we needed that right you know it's like our karma it's whatever it's our dharma it's like yeah no it's true everyone has something and you have things you have to go through in this life and I truly my personal belief I believe in like you know past lives and Mm -hmm. regression and all that and all these things that you know you have to work through and you have to do as a person you have to do in relationship and there's a reason for all of the work and it definitely makes you appreciate everything so much more and I feel the same way with my husband like we went through some really dark stuff in the first year of our marriage and everyone's like first year of your marriage that's supposed to be like the you most should x y and z exactly it and should it be your not. honeymoon yeah. exactly and we really had to work through so much shit but like now i'm like we're five like we're six years in and i'm like oh my god i can't believe where we are now and can and you imagine baby. Can you imagine yeah. having to deal with that now no like, absolutely not oh uh, yeah, yeah exactly and, yeah. I'm, and I'm, I'm the same as you i'm so grateful that and at least you're going ahead. through stuff now before yes. kids you know no, that's like, that's, that's, what I, that's how beautiful is that like that like Cause I really believe that like when you have kids, your life changes yeah. and you should, you should not <laughs> screw them up. You need like, a good foundation yeah, so that you, you can get through all the shit, you, do, you know, exactly. the sleepless nights and yep. a baby screaming on you because she has colic or whatever yep. it is, all the things that come up that you cannot be prepared for. Yep. You need to have such a strong foundation that you can get to the other side together and not apart. Exactly. Yep. No, no, that's, that's what I, that's what I think. And I think it's, you know, it's just great to have resources like a yep, podcast exactly. when you're going through something because sometimes it's like 
you can't talk to people or you can, you're just not like ready to talk to people yeah. or you know you're having like a shitty day and your therapist is next week yeah. and I'm like yeah. okay yeah. what, what, can do, help I do, me right what do I do right now right yep. right yeah. now and you also have for not there are also a lot of other really interesting episodes with like the Shape House I've interviewed her I can't oh, remember she's her great. Name. Sophie Sophie Sophie's Sheesh. awesome yeah Melissa Hartwig from Whole Thirty. Was a really, that really was good one. That was a really good one. Yeah. And then, really by the way, one. for everybody listening, we have an automated online relationship workshop that we put up. Oh, that's amazing. Um, that you can find on the Ignited website. Oh, we'll put we'll, that in the we'll show notes. Yes. To, yes. To, yes. So yeah. it's available all the time. If you're having a really shitty day at 1 a.m. <laughs> and it's there. you don't want to wait for your therapist, it's, a three hour. it's there and it's a three hour workshop wow, that you can do on incredible. your own or with your partner. And it's cheap. It's like $72 or something like that. So, um, we try to come up with resources for people. That's great. Which is, I know you guys are doing such amazing, amazing things. And you talk about other relationships too, because it's weird being married. Like when I was single, I was always like, everyone just talks about being married. And then I met my husband. I'm like, now I get it. But like, it's really not just for couples. I think like no. anyone can, it's, you talk about all sorts of relations. I mean, yep. we were just on yep. and we talked about female friendships and other, yep. and you know, our relationships with people and unreliable people and reliable people. Yeah. And no, totally. our podcast it's is all, all about relationships yeah. to, to anything. Just yeah. 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 Absolutely. I know. It, it, and it's incredible. And we really, truly, not only are inspired by, by you guys, but we also really, like Amanda said, appreciate that you guys are such a resource for so many people mm. that, you know, are getting something out of what you guys talk about, no matter what it is, whether it's on a full personal level or just different advice, you know, that you're giving from your own perspective, Thank you know, you. and that's why we wanted to Thank have you guys on because we're all about empowering and inspiring. Yay. Thank you so much. And we've got to run. Yeah, we do. But as we always <laughs> say, be fabulous. Be fabulous. And be, and inspiring. be, be ignited. And be ignited. Oh, thank Bye. You. Bye. Thank you. Cotton vote, how to chain Fonda. One, two, three, four. Get your booty on the dance floor. Work it out. Shake it, little mama. Let me see you do the chain Fonda. Five.